Thank you for listening. I appreciate you. If you do get value from this podcast, I would love it if you could share, follow or review it simply so it can continue to grow and reach more people suffering with CFS. It'll take you less than a minute, but it could change someone else's life for the better. Hello and welcome to today's episode, which is all about the skill of cognitive diffusion. I talk about this a lot on here. And I think it's one of the most important skills to learn for your recovery from CFS, but also life generally. So I'm going to break it down today, what it really means, how to do it and the benefits of it. So cognitive diffusion, sometimes known as thought diffusion, is the ability to separate yourself from your thoughts so that they don't consume you and impact your physiology. And by physiology, I mean physical health and well-being, that your physiology is like your physical state. So that is your health and your well-being. Because yes, 100% your thoughts have a physical impact on your health. This is known as mind-body connection. And if anyone needs proof of that, I just want you to imagine right now licking a lemon And I bet your mouth starts watering. Or remember a time in the past where you were really nervous about something. And just remember that feeling you get in your stomach when you're having thoughts about something that makes you nervous. This is exactly what mind-body connection is. Your thoughts and your imagination and feelings directly impact your physiological state, aka your health. So being able to diffuse from our thoughts gives us back our power and allows us to prevent unnecessary, unpleasant feelings and ultimately maintain our health and our internal state of balance. The main driver of disease and CFS specifically is stress. Now, there isn't much we can do about the stress that we're exposed to that is out of our control. For example, um, like if you get hit by a car or um, you have an, an accident or you contract a virus. But we can control a lot of our stress internally through cognitive diffusion. And you'll probably find when you are when you start being like inquisitive towards yourself, that most of your stress comes from your thoughts, your perceptions, your worries, the stories that you make up that aren't even true. All of those things impact your health significantly and you have control over them. In other words, your ants, your automatic negative thoughts. And it's important to realise that you're never going to be able to stop these thoughts coming into your heads. Thoughts will be coming and going until the day you die. Nothing wrong with that. That's what's meant to happen. But the only thing that gives a thought the power over your health, like you, the, the only reason your thoughts will impact your health is how much you believe them and how much attention you ultimately pay to them. If you have a negative thought and believe it, that is when it becomes stress and long term, that becomes chronic stress, which becomes chronic illness, right? This is when it starts impacting your health. 
So it's important to realise that we aren't trying to stop thoughts. What we are trying to do is become an observer of thoughts and strengthen our ability to diffuse from them and come back into the present moment, utilising our five senses or some form of grounding technique, which is just another way of connecting to your five senses. And just to like recap, five senses is touch, sight, sound, hearing and Oh, no, it's not. That was really stupid. What did I say? Sound and hearing. Touch, sight, sound. What are the other ones? Taste. Touch, sight, sound, taste. Oh, my God. What is the last one? Touch, sight, sound, taste. Touch. (laughs) Okay, this is really embarrassing because I can't remember the fifth one. But I hope you understand what I'm saying. I'm going to Google it in a minute. Okay. I can't believe I've forgotten the fifth sense. What is it? Smell. Smell. Okay. Sorry, everyone. God, complete brain break there. I don't know what happened. Touch, sight, sound, smell, taste. That is your five senses. You guys probably already know this anyway, and I'm just wasting everyone's time now. So reconnecting to those using different techniques is what is going to anchor you back into the present moment. So acknowledging thoughts is absolutely fine. A lot of the time, thoughts need to be acknowledged and heard. But as soon as you feel yourself getting consumed and spiralling and making things up based on this thought that you've had and your physical body responding to it, that is when you should pull yourself back to the present using your five senses, which I'm not going to list again, And as soon as you do emerge yourself in your senses, I bet the thought disappears and something else will come up instead. Our attention is really quite fleeting. So if you can pull yourself away from the thought just for a little while, it will probably disappear. It might come up again if it's something that keeps playing on your mind, but you can just practice this again. And if it's something that is persistent and won't go away, then that's when I would say get your journal out and write it out or talk it through with a loved one because that indicates that it's something that you need to figure out and make sense of and find evidence um, to kind of disagree with or understand it to, to help you make sense of whatever this consistent thought is. So you can ultimately stop making things up in your mind and let it go. So as an example of cognitive diffusion, when I was first sick with CFS, I would often have the thought of, I'm not getting better fast enough. I fully believed that thought for a period of time. So naturally, when it came into my head, I fused with it, believed it. And that would always result in anger, frustration, sometimes tears, like very emotional responses in my body because I was upset about this thought, which I had as a belief that I wasn't getting better fast enough. And this, like all these emotional responses led to heart palpitations, headaches, sore throat, more fatigue. In other words, it worsened my symptoms, which only reinforced my belief that I wasn't getting better fast enough. Fusing with thoughts like this takes up so much of your energy. Emotional responses take huge amounts of energy from us. 
emotions literally are energy so when we believe negative thoughts that cause us stress we are burning so much of our precious energy that we're trying to restore which can actually keep you feeling um, stuck and exhausted for a long longer time or just a long time generally so in that moment it would have been so much more beneficial if I had had some awareness that I was cognitively fused and if I had had skills in place to pull myself back into the present. Luckily this is something that I learned to develop through my yoga therapy and meditation eventually and it's something that I still use today. A lot of the times when I catch myself spiralling about something, it's become quite automatic for me now to just take a deep breath, focus on the sensation of my breath. Um, I love peppermint essential oil, so I usually use that to anchor me into the present moment as well. If it's something very consuming, I'll do some movement or go for a walk or journal it out. But developing this skill is so, so crucial to reducing your stress and promoting healing and well-being. Again, not only for your recovery from CFS, but a sustainable long-term recovery after. Being able to pull away from the intensity of your thoughts like this allows you to take a break when there are stressful things going on and allows your body time to re-energize and know that it is safe even though there may be things going on in your life at the minute that are stressful. It allows you to maintain your internal environment, your internal well-being, your health, while, you know, um, stressful things are going on. And a lot of the time, the thoughts you are having aren't actually based on real life. They're just made up. Like the one I had about not recovering fast enough, that wasn't a fact. That wasn't true. That was, I'd made that up. I'd made that up in my head. It was a story I was telling myself that, if anything, was keeping me stuck. And as soon as I could let go of that belief and start to diffuse from the thought whenever I had it, I started recovering a lot faster, ironically. So how we cognitively diffuse is by pulling away from thoughts, using your five senses, so that could be essential oil, it could be focusing on your breath, it could be getting out in nature or listening to music, whatever you find works for you, maybe a combination. Once you anchor yourself back to your body, your thoughts will become quieter. They won't go away because that is impossible, but they will get quieter and they will keep moving like clouds passing in the sky. I am describing meditation here. This is exactly the purpose of meditation, um, to become the observer of your thoughts so that you can just pause long enough to consciously decide whether or not that thought you're having deserves a physiological and emotional response or not. Whether you need to upset your internal environment or if you can actually maintain that. It isn't the same thing as distraction. Distraction is literally ignoring your thoughts and filling your attention with other stuff to escape your thoughts. And this actually does have a time and a place, like it has a role and can be used. I often recommend this if something very traumatic has happened and 
you just need to kind of take a break and numb your mind. But it's important to utilise both. And building cognitive diffusion requires more effort than distraction. But obviously, because of that, it has more reward in that you are earning more control over your health and your emotional responses. Distraction is literally what it says on the tin. It's just distracting you from everything. And like I said, sometimes that's helpful if you just need a a break and you don't want to be like consumed by your thoughts or working on not being consumed by them. Like sometimes we just need a bit of distraction. Um, But definitely keep your kind of focus on cognitive diffusion. Like that's the thing that you want to develop. And you can practice cognitive diffusion at any point throughout the day. It doesn't just have to be negative thoughts. It can be any. And this is where we find presence. Also, the more you practice, the easier it will become. But at the start, it will feel like not much is happening. Just like training a muscle or learning a new skill, this requires consistency to grow and maintain. And you will see the benefits of it with time and consistency because it will start to become automatic. I've been practicing this now for years and I'm starting to feel like it's more automatic or at least like it doesn't require as much effort from me as it did when I first started practicing cognitive diffusion um, to pull out of my thoughts and anchor myself because I've practiced it now so many times. Like it's almost like my body knows when we start getting a bit anxious or we feel consumed by, by thoughts that are going on, my body kind of pushes me to just take a deep breath and like calm myself down, you know, tune into my five senses. It's becoming very much automatic for me now. Sometimes like getting lost in your thoughts is, can be a good thing, right? Like getting imaginative or creative, but being able to notice when your thoughts are causing you stress and having a negative impact on your health is an important bit of awareness to have. You will likely feel it. You'll get like a bit of a quick heartbeat and you'll feel like, like I just said, you need to take a deep breath. Your body might feel like tense as if prepared for a fight. Let these sensations trigger you to anchor yourself back into your senses and remind your body and your nervous system that you are actually safe right now because the chances are you will be in an actual safe environment. This danger and this stress that you're feeling has just come from your thoughts, your mind. I think I've pretty much gone over the benefits of cognitive diffusion throughout the podcast, but in a nutshell, it's better health. Physically, mentally, emotionally, and socially, you'll have more energy, less intensity of symptoms, more emotional regulation, and more clarity and control. But don't forget, this is delayed gratification and requires consistency. Just doing it once is not enough.